forever, Lord God, your mercy is available to us. Your children return to you this morning, thanking you, thanking you that forever includes right now in this place where we are with you. We give you praise for your mercy, for your grace, for your favor, for your goodness, for your kindness, for being a father to those you could command. Thank you, Lord God, for being the God you are. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. You may be seated. This time we prepare our hearts uh, for communion. I've seen communion served uh, a bunch of different ways, haven't you? And I I think all the ways that I've seen it uh, served and done, there's something that I appreciate about all of them. Uh, But one of the things I especially appreciate about us not passing it out, have you ever seen that happen where it's passed amongst the pews and everything and uh, it's made available right where you sit? You know, ultimate convenience, you don't even have to move, it's just there on a rail in front of you. Ever had communion like that? I kind of like the fact that here we come to communion. We're drawn to it, we we pursue it, We, we come to communion. Your kindness leads me to repentance, your goodness draws me to your side. Your mercy calls me to be like you. Your favor is my delight. Your goodness draws me to your side. His side was where his blood flowed, from where it flowed. This meal is a symbol of of his blood, of his forgiveness, of what he's done to restore us to the Father. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter where you've been. Father waits. Luke 15 is one of my favorite chapters in all the Bible. I love the way God's depicted there. All of us get distant from God for different reasons. Some of us are like sheep. We grow distant because we're clueless. Because we just drift. Because we're short-sighted. Because we've just put one foot in front of the other, doing the next thing. We're sheep. Some of us are like those lost coins. We, we, we had no uh, vote in the matter. Something's been done to us. A tragedy has attacked our lives. We've, we were lost because of carelessness. Someone else's. But then there's the son who's lost because of willfulness. The clueless and the careless, God seeks with an all-out search until he finds. But there's something different about the willful lost. God doesn't impose his agenda on us. When Jesus painted a picture there, it was of a father who waited But do you remember how he waited? He waited every day looking over the horizon for a familiar figure. Maybe his son would be coming home today. It wasn't announced when his son finally came to his senses and turned towards home because he remembered the kindness of his father. 
The father saw him coming from a far distance away, and, and he forgot his own dignity. He lifted up his, his garment, and he ran with bare legs through the city. It's something back then you wouldn't be seen to do. All he cared about was getting to his son, his son whose heart had turned towards him. If he had gotten what he had deserved, he would have been stoned. People would have made an example of him. You don't treat your family like that. You don't disgrace your father like that. You know better than that. You've got something coming. But not this father. He sees his son's heart turning towards him. And he wraps him up so in his arms, kissing his neck, hugging him close, that if anyone would have chosen to stone that son that day, he would have had to take out the father first. And we did. And he hung on that cross so our Father could embrace us. Sin forgiven, nothing between. Because of his goodness, we're drawn to his side. His mercy leads us to repentance. His favor is a gift given in which we can delight I don't know for whatever reason you may feel distant from the father this morning but if you can trust the words and the life of Jesus I can guarantee you this your father is waiting on you his arms open wide I invite you to come to that embrace. On the night in which Jesus gave himself up for us, he gave thanks to you, Father, and he took the bread, he broke the bread, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup, And he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it. Do this as often as you need to drink it. In remembrance of me. Remember that your Father waits. His love draws you. Would you come this morning to that grace, to that love, to that embrace, to that empowering? He's looking for you. He knows your shape. He knows your gait. He knows you're here. And if you turn and come towards him, Be certain of this, your Father who waits is running to you. Lord God, we thank you for these gifts of juice and bread. We pray that you pour out your Holy Spirit on them, but even more than that, God, would you pour out your Holy Spirit through them to us. Help us to know the ordinary, extraordinary experience 
of your Holy Spirit's touch this morning. The confirmation that you're with us, that you love us, that you lead us. That we can call you Father and you call us Son and Daughter. Renew that in the name of your Son this morning as we come to this, your table of grace. All who would turn to you are welcome here. In the name of Jesus, who told us so, who showed us so, we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.